good morning. How are you? I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling actually pretty tired this morning. Oh, man. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is. I think my Adderall just wore off a little bit earlier than I'm used to. Blame it on the Adderall. I was kind of hoping you'd just stick with alcohol because I was like, I mean, I'm thinking about it. It's tempting. Tempting. I've had had the same six-pack of beers in my fridge for the last three or four months probably. It's about time I get get around to drinking those. Probably maybe a good idea. Maybe a good idea. Well, Trevor, we're we're a minute in and we haven't done a fucking intro, so let me let me re let's re kick this off here and let's go here. Well, three, two, one. Can you hear me now? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mainly gentlemen. We know we see the statistics. Welcome back to the No Name Sports Show, the best worst sports show out there available on every single podcast platform that you can even think of. Try thinking of another one. Boom, we're there. Best worst one available. As always, I am your host, Evan Money. And I'm JT. Just Trevor. Ooh, I get chills every time. I'm glad. I'm glad I can do that for you. So, Trevor, uh huh. It's been an interesting week in sports. It has. Why don't uh, Why don't we kick it off with some XFL talk, ladies and gentlemen? That's all you. I have yet to watch any XFL. Absolutely. Um, I haven't actually watched it. No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Uh, again, though, they did obviously put on some very good games. Um, but the biggest news coming out of the XFL this week was talking about their replay system. So the way that they have their replay system set up, it is a lot quicker. It's a lot more rapid. Uh, if a call is missed, they will actually get a call down from the booth stating, hey, you missed this call. You got it wrong. And they will actually change course and fix the call. So uh, pretty actually a pretty fucking awesome setup the way they have it. I was watching uh, I was watching some some reviews on it um, and some of the people actually talking about it. Mm-hmm. And man, it seems, I mean, it sped up the game. There was not a whole lot of delay, which I think is obviously good when you're talking about limited fan interest. Um, but even with that, man, I mean, it's, you know, that people like that, like people, people that came up with, that come up with weird ideas in sports sometimes are, they, they lead, they, they lead into like something that can like be groundbreaking for everybody. And I think this is one of those things because I know one of the biggest things in the NFL is how long it takes for like a challenge or, you know, something like that. Even no matter how, how quickly they try to do it. But like, think of all those times that like a coach is like debating on whether or not to throw a challenge flag because, Mm -hmm. you know, some bullshit call or, you know, bullshit play. And the refs just missed it. Well, it looks like in the XFL, that's not the case. I mean, I, I I like that. Do you think it might spark a change in the NFL? I think it might. First off, it's a former NFL, uh, like a long-term NFL referee that came up with the system. And he's the one overviewing, like overseeing the whole operation of it. And, you know, now granted, Obviously, the XFL is working on a much like lower scale. Uh, you know, they only had one game Thursday, one on Saturday, and two on Sunday. However, if you're telling me you can't get a senior referee to maybe say, "Hey, guys, I, th- I think you guys might want to take a look at that," or "Hey, I- I'm looking at a clear view here. 
he did not catch the ball or he was in bounds or he wasn't in bounds. Like, I think it could really change the outcome of like people feeling like, Oh, the NFL's rigged, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you think the NFL's rigged, I, what purpose would the Kansas city cheat? Like the chiefs winning the super bowl. What, what good would that do the NFL? It would boost their ratings in the Midwest. I don't know. I was just going on a limb there. That was a very thin limb. I, hey, I never claimed it was going to be, like, you know, believable. Well, I mean, like, the Midwest and, like, the South are, like, pretty, like, heavily involved in football. It'd be they like, are. like, if you really wanted things to be happy, you would have like fucking, I don't know, the Raiders win or something like that. Would who would that wouldn't make anybody happy? Oh, absolutely! It'd fucking turn Vegas into like a hot spot to where they could just like fucking shell out fucking shitloads of fucking NFL merchandise. They could have like an NFL experience there that they charge people an arm and a leg for, you know. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, so I, I, I do hope that the XFL, uh, I know we talked about it last week, and, you know, it's just I, I, I do hope that I wish the league nothing but the best. I hope that it sticks around. It definitely needs to. Um, and it's just, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I'm very interested to see where things keep going with this. It is a league that I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on for sure. Okay. Good to know. I might, I might actually check it out one of these days. I mean, plus it's, it's just football. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's, uh, it's interesting when you watch the game, like okay. when you watch it and you see kind of like the different rules from the NFL, it, that's what makes it, I think very interesting to watch. Not all football is created equally. I, no, that's that's true. Arena football, not that good. Canadian no. football, also don't like it. Well, that's because it's Canadian. No, I'm just kidding. Most of the Canadian like <laughs> football leagues made up with like guys who just didn't make it in the NFL. Right. I mean, the XFL kind of feels like it's going to be the same thing. But it's like the rules are just so fucking weird and it just seems, I don't know, uh, it just, I don't like it. I don't like it. Pineapples. No, I get you. I do want to elaborate on that point before we move forward, though. Because like Chad Johnson or Chad Ochocinco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brought up a good point. Like he said, when he was playing up in the 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 CFL or Canadian Football League, if you guys don't know what that means, he was stating that most of the guys that were up there playing could definitely make the NFL. And when you look at some of the like the faces that like like AJ McCarron, uh, Josh Gordon, you know, Martavius Bryant. Um, Marquette King, like th- these guys have had relatively decent careers in the NFL. And uh, he brought up a good point that, like, it's not necessarily like skill level to some extent, mm-hmm. it's literally, and it, it, it's such a great like thought process because you don't really think about it. It's like there's just not enough roster spots for. Like, there's only so many spots that you can have on an like on an NFL roster, right? So, but if they're not on an NFL roster, then that means that they probably didn't make it into the NFL. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, let's be realistic here. I mean, like Johnny Manziel made it in the NFL, and he was fucking wet trash. Same with. Um, What's his name? Paxton Lynch. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like there's clearly, a lot of players that make it into the NFL that quickly get kicked out of the league because they are terrible. 
I don't I don't know that like that's really like a good argument is that like oh it's just like there's NFL level talent in the CFL because there's not enough roster space because like NFL rosters are pretty fucking big compared to almost any other sport. Well, like, so let's be so let's like let's be realistic though like um. I mean, they can have a main. They they have a main roster of fifty three, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then they can have. I think it's like somewhere between like nine or ten, um, if if that maybe on um, on like the practice squad. I don't know how big a an NFL practice squad is. Uh, one second. That's uh, the beauty of computers, right? So 16 players, 16 players. Um, so, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, though, because you think about, like, how many college, like, how many, like, D1 schools are there that play, like, decent college football like just deep not like not like phenomenal you know because like but like not every alabama senior is gonna play even though most of them could go anywhere else in the country and play mm-hmm. um i'm just saying i mean i'm just like thinking about it like you're talking about like only 69 players um how many, te- how many teams are in the NFL now? What was it 30, 32? So you're talking about a little over 2,000 players. 2,208 okay. players that could play. And let's see how many D1 football programs there are. I don't I'm there's a hundred. Just... There's a hundred and twenty-five D one football teams, mm-hmm. and they can have a shitload of kids on their roster. So it's like, to some extent, like I get what you're saying. Like I get what you're saying. Like it's not obviously like the cream of the crop is going to race to the top. You're not in the NFL for a reason. You're definitely not there for a reason. But there are guys that like hang around the NFL, like a Chase Daniels, for example. Like Chase Daniel back in, in in college was a stud at Missouri. He had, you know, at the time, like KU had fucking Todd Reesing, who was also a collegiate stud. But Chase Daniels just has hung around and made it on NFL teams just because he's a reliable backup which then like so no nfl teams would ever be looking for a quarterback like i I feel like it's the same thing that of like if you're a quarterback coming out in the draft you have to be realistic that like are you better than like if you're not like i mean like this year like bryce young and uh you know cj stroud and so like those are the two guys that people have been like talking about right but like realistically, maybe three of the maybe three, four of the quarterbacks that get drafted this year will actually like have like a meaningful career. Not even we're not even talking about playing, just like have a career. So like past the rookie contract that they get. Um I, I don't know. I still don't really like know that I still don't buy it. I don't think that there is enough players in the CFL to make that argument that like that they could or are, are talented enough to make the NFL and they're just getting snubbed because like I I don't I know like basketball's probably even smaller but uh, hockey yeah. thirty also thirty two teams in the NHL um, on an active NHL roster there's only twenty players that are dressed for every uh, each game. And then the only extra players you have on your Ross active roster 
is you have two healthy scratches. So a total of 22 people per active roster is 704 players. Do you know how many fucking hockey leagues there are around the world? How many? A fuckload. There's so many. It's not as much as soccer, right? Soccer's a little bit excessive. But, like, the pool that the NHL draft pulls from worldwide is insanely large. Um, I know just in the United States, uh, they have leagues for, um, like, 16 to 21-year-olds. There's three separate leagues for that. Just in the um, just in the U.S. and Canada, but basically the U.S. Right? Russia has a handful of of different leagues. Um, Czech has a whole bunch of leagues. There's a lot of fucking leagues. Like I don't, I can't even keep track of them all. Like I've tried, because uh, like you really don't know like who's coming up in the draft. Unless you do, but it's just not super easy. Okay, so, well, so like, so I, so I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, the the pool is a similar size as far as players trying to make it into the NHL, but you have a third of the space for roster spots, and nobody's ever, nobody's saying that somebody in it in that like has been spending their entire career in like the AHL which is a minor league for the NHL. Nobody is going to sit there and say that like a, a player who spends their career in the AHL is talented enough to make the NHL. Nobody's going to do it. So I don't I don't I don't I don't See but I I think that's a bad argument because the argument really stems from you're talking about you just talked about how many leagues there were for that so the the pool obviously is this super massive to make it to the NHL, but we're only talking about there's only five actual pro like professional leagues that do football. There's really only well, actually, I don't know exactly how many professional, perf, you know, quote unquote professional leagues because uh, because then because then like you start talking about like. I mean, like the like the USFL, like it collapsed. The XFL has collapsed once before. You know, the Canadian Football League is basically not really doing a whole lot financially to like. I mean, it's not like these guys are like. It's like basically how players were back in like the seventies and you know the early eighties. Like, they, they it's not like they were you know making fucking millions of dollars. They still mm-hmm. had to get you know fucking day jobs. But like I I can t- I can honestly tell you like with basketball there are for sure like the stems of like exposure is a big issue um and well, that that like that would be like the big thing so like I think just what I think what basically Chad Johnson was trying to say is like some of these guys absolutely could make an NFL roster not and again not in the sense of like they're the Patrick Mahomes. We're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the guys that are career bench warmers, career backups, career special teamers. Like, they so, absolutely good. So if that's the case, then I guess why don't we see it more? See what more? Why, why don't we see more players um, getting pulled from, like, the Canadian Football League um, and making it onto an active – NFL roster. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are, but like most of the, I mean, nobody's going to talk about like, you know, Chuck Cedar, you know, the, the slow tight end that was, you know, third string in college at Alabama who made it, you know, who got signed to the jets and, you know, is on special teams for him whenever they're long snappers out. Like, I'm sure that's, that's not like it's going to be like big news. You know what I mean? Like, like clearly he's not like, we're not talking about like superstars or like the elite players in the NFL. Like there's nothing like that. There's no hidden gems. 
you're not finding a Patrick Mahomes up in, you know, like the Canadian Football League. You know what I mean? But like, oh. immediate, like, you just a said Chad Johnson who, came from the Canadian Football League. No, no, no. No. Chad Johnson went and played in the Canadian Football League after he played in the NFL. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he didn't. That he, makes yeah, more sense. He, he didn't come from. And so that's why, like, I kind of get what he's saying because if he's saying, like, these were the guys I was playing against. These are the guys that I went and played with because nobody in the NFL wanted to touch me because I wanted too much money or I wanted a big contract or whatever, you know, like I was a problem, whatever, whatever might've been the issue. You never know why anybody gets blackballed, but it's like, I mean, shit, you remember, you know, I, I remember, you know, I was telling you about like uh, my school that uh, the school that my nephew goes to, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like they had one person who made the NFL from that, out of that entire football program that they've ever had. It said apparently they've only had one person ever make it to the to the pros. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Like I never had he like you look at his stats. Never had any meaningful plays. Nothing like that. But he was good enough for somebody to be like, yeah, I'll give you a contract. I'll give you special teams. So I think it does because I'm I'm assuming like I'm assuming now like again I don't know like the talents levels of like hockey I'm still getting used to it but like I'm assuming that like oh uh, uh, like I'm assuming there's probably been some guys that have made like the NHL to just like basically ride the bench or like hey you're a seat like you're basically filling a spot because somebody's injured and we couldn't find anybody else on short notice you know what I mean like you're good enough to fill in on short notice but not good enough to be here permanently. Yeah, I mean, that definitely does happen, but that happens in all sports. But I guess if you wanted, like, a talent comparison between, like, all the professional hockey leagues around the world, uh, just look at look at the NBA um, as a good example. It's like you don't, you don't see players from the U.S. trying to actively go play for like a Russian professional basketball league. Like they're not trying to get actively get drafted into it. Unlike almost every, uh, like every other country, like their players are trying to get drafted into our professional league. Cause it's the best. Yeah. Of no, no. So similar like, similar yeah. to that skill wise, massive step down anywhere else. See, and, and I, I will say this. So like, no, like obviously like, the NHL, the NFL, the NBA are obviously like the tops of the like the top leagues, obviously that you want to be in. Like that, that's the show. That's the show. Um, soccer is a definite like it's a whole different animal, and we're not so we won't even bring that into the conversation. But I can tell you that like the Chinese like basketball league and like some of the European leagues, they go crazy. Yeah. You, I'm telling you, I, well, I'm telling you what, like they, they definitely, they definitely, their top players definitely make just as much as like some of the NBA's like, like starters. And being a starter in the NBA is not a, like, not a joke. Like you're, you're making good money playing most of the game, you know, <clears throat> but I mean, again, too, it's like, I mean, we're not. Like, I'm sure, like, the Canadian Football League's not fucking running numbers left and right. Uh, but, I mean, like, I, I was just, like, kind of, like, looking at, like, you know, like, some of the players that have, like, ties to the Canadian Football League. And, I mean, like, Warren Moon, you know, Doug Flutie, uh, Cameron Wake, uh, Joe Horn, Ricky Williams, Chad Johnson. Like, obviously, like... It's it's a it's a it's the best backup that you could have. Like it, it's the it's the second best league. So they're they're taking all like the leftovers of the NFL. And I think I think I I don't know again I don't know hockey well enough, but I know like the NBA G League, which you would think like oh hey if you're on the G League, you're going to be playing for like. You could get called up to the to the NBA, but I know there are tons of players that are like, "Yeah, I'd rather go play in Europe. Or I'd rather go play in China 
than playing the G League and get a chance to, like because playing in the G League isn't like comp wise, like competition wise, like I would say that I would say maybe like one of the Spanish leagues. I don't know. I it's it's been rough, but I know like the Chinese league for sure has been huge and very popular. But Yao Ming, baby. Um, just kidding. I don't even know if Yao Ming ever played in a Chinese professional league, but he did. He did. He did. He did for sure. Um, but I mean, like Luka Doncic, like I mean, he was playing pro basketball when he was sixteen, and it's like that's not something you see very often um, over in Europe. But it's like I know there are some players that are like, oh, it's the Australian league right now. Like the second best league to the NBA is the Australian league. Like it's got it's flooded with a bunch of guys that are like just coming out of college. The guys because like the NBA it is definitely rough oh, because their rosters are so small. Yeah, fucking tiny. They really don't. So they can yeah they can dress twelve. They can have 15 uh, suited for the main roster, and that's it. And then you have 12, anywhere from 12 to 10 guys on your G League squad because you have to leave roster spots open to send people down, and then that's it. Like, they're like – and then they only have two rounds of the NBA draft, so it's like they're – plenty of fucking guys that are like yeah i'll just go to australia ball yeah. out for a couple seasons and you know retry See, I, again i think that almost makes it easier for other countries to have leagues that are more like more competitive though because like if you have a giant collection of players for any sport but there's only so many spots in our professional leagues obviously like if they want to make money doing something that they love, they're going to move to a league where they can still make a lot of money. They're not going to get the fame necessarily or anything like that, but it makes more sense to me that like hockey and like the NBA would have a more competitive league outside of like the NHL and the NBA than football because there's just so many fucking roster spots. The fucking practice squads for every NFL team are as big as every NBA squad. Yeah, they're they yeah the squad that they draft. Well, and I think that's like that's but like the other problem with it is too is that like you know you have guys that are like willing to like not go to the CFL, not go to the XFL, not go to like Arena Football League, who are like for sure like clear cut like. It's like a kid going to JUCO because he doesn't have the grades to go, like, D1. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I got to get my grades right. I got to get this right. It's like <clears> – it's almost like – but, like, instead of doing that and going to, like, one of, like, the smaller, like, football leagues, they're like, I'm not going to make fucking dick for money if I go to one of these other leagues. And I think that's mainly due in part just because of, like, the fan base is, like, so small. Because, like, Europe keeps talking about, like, they want, like, or London keeps talking about, like, we want a team. But, like, NFL Europe was fucking, oh, it was a huge failure. Right. I mean, it's taken how many years for them to even have um, a game played outside of England? Yeah. It's like they were trying to get like Germany and Mexico to happen for years. Yeah. It's just it's just terrible. But anyway, off off on that. So uh nothing really baseball wise. Um this weekend we got uh in MMA news, we got uh John Jones versus Cyril Gone. That'll be fucking exciting. We'll get to talk about that next week. Um for those of you that are uh, huge fans of people who deserve to get beat, uh, Tommy Fury beat Jake Paul in a boxing match. Split decision. Um, Trevor, you watched that? 
Mm-mm. Nope, me neither. Uh, I, did I not. watched the highlights, um, and I kind of watched some people that, you know, listened to some people that uh, were talking about it as the highlights were kind of playing. Um, and they it just they basically just said you could tell Tommy's been Tommy's been a boxer <clears throat> and been training in boxing for a while, and you could tell Jake's still pretty you know raw, like he's got a good base and a good foundation, but just still pretty raw, talented, you know, like I mean, just raw talent. That's what he is. So, I mean, we kind of all knew that. Yeah. Just yeah, he just didn't know that. He was unaware. Oh, he knows now. Well aware. Well aware. Um, yeah, again, looking at, uh, you know, March Madness. Uh, now that we're, you know, actually in the month of March, uh, still not really. We'll delay that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get a, a, a split off single episode once the tournament's set. Uh, you guys can actually like watch maybe on the, uh, the good old YouTube as I, uh, do my, uh, fill out my sheet. Mm-hmm. Trevor, are you going to fill out a sheet for March Madness? I mean, I can, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll, I'm going to do the same thing I did last year where I just picked whatever team I think sounds coolest. Hell yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, well, here, I'm, let me uh, – I'll do a quick hit in the NBA, and then I'll let you uh, take over some NHL talk, man. Yeah, um, I got a bunch of trades to go over. I, cool, cool. Then after that, of course, we'll end on NFL because NFL's red hot right now, and it's got some pretty big news with the combine coming up. And the, shortly after that, the draft, and then, yeah. Um, so big news coming out of the NBA. Uh it looks like uh, Lamelo Ball is going to be out for the season with uh, getting surgery on his right ankle. Um, very unfortunate. He was having a really good season. Um, Hornets weren't looking very good, but really good, you know, really good season for him. Um, it appears that all the big trades that happened um, at the, you know, at the deadline, nothing really coming off uh, as major. Uh, nothing's really changed the way the uh, playoff picture has looked. Uh, you know, LeBron being out for a while. Um, doesn't look like the Lakers are going to be able to make it back from this. And, uh, yeah, they, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, KD and, and uh, Devin Booker were able to put on a little bit of a show last night, so we got to see a little bit of that, but – you know, Kyrie down in Dallas and, and Russell Westbrook out in, you know, cl- the Clippers. Um, nothing really looking super strong, you know. Um, I know that uh, the Brooklyn Nets are starting to fall pretty quickly down the rabbit hole without their stars. Um, the Miami Heat, always got to talk about my Heat. Uh, you know, picking up Kevin Love maybe would have been a good pickup a couple years ago, but – He's just – he's spent. So, uh, yeah, aside from that, nothing really else major coming out. So, Trevor, go ahead and shoot us off with some NHL, my man. Um, all right, all right. Um, so, NHL trade deadline is tomorrow. Oh, it's on the 3rd. I don't – when is this coming out? Today? It's, it's kind of – I mean – Today, we're, tomorrow? We're, we're, yeah, we're live today, so – Okay, yeah, so then, yes, tomorrow, March 3rd, is the trade deadline. Um, so I know there's – I covered – there was a there was a couple really big ones. Uh, our last show, there's been a significant amount of trades that have happened since then. Uh, starting off with, um, on the 27th, the Maple Leafs uh, traded for defenseman Jack McCabe and forward Sam Lafferty uh, had a fifth-round pick. Which is it's also a conditional pick, so that ain't too bad. Um, for Joey Anderson, Pavel Gogolev, and a conditional first round pick. Um, not like a whole lot of big names being traded there, except for Jack McCabe. Um, this is the f- 
one of the two really big Chicago Blackhawks trades, uh, they're definitely going fucking wholesale, selling their roster off, trying to get picks. So, um, in addition to that trade, with that nets netting them a first round pick, probably one of the bigger trades so far this year has been Patrick Kane, um, also Chicago Black, like career Chicago Blackhawk, won three Stanley Cups with them, um, by far the best player Chicago's ever had. Um, Traded to the New York Rangers, uh, along with Cooper Zek. There's a three-team trade uh, involving the Coyotes as well, but they kind of just did like a cap space thing, it feels like. Uh, so the Blackhawks got back a defenseman, a conditional second-round pick, a fourth-round pick, um, and then the Coyotes got a third-round pick. So... New York not even having to give up a first rounder for Patrick Kane feels pretty good. I mean, he's older, but he's still one of the most solid players in the league. Um, the Oilers traded for Matthias Ekholm, who's a, one of the best defensemen in the league right now. Um, and a, they also got a sixth round pick um, in exchange for Tyson Berry. Uh, Reed Schaefer and a first-round pick. Uh, so that's that's a pretty big trade. It feels like the Oilers are finally trying to address their defensive issues. Uh, they actually have the most goals in the NHL right now, and they're currently sitting in fourth place behind us, actually, in standings in the Pacific Division. Um, so that's that's probably. It probably probably makes Connor Connor McJesus feel pretty good that they're finally trying to address it. Most surprising trade I've seen by far. Um, actually, I got the notification last night when I woke up, and I was like kind of taken aback for a minute. Uh, the Kings traded. Um, <laughs> Their longtime goaltender, Jonathan Quick. Uh, he's been one of the best goalies uh, in the NHL for the last 10 to 12, 12 years, probably. Like, just a super dominant player. Uh, and it kind of came as a surprise to him as well, from what I'm, uh, I'm hearing. It sounds like he is fucking pissed that he got traded. So it was just—it's just been like—it's been crazy, man. There's um, like I was expecting some big trades, but not as many as there have been. Because the the Columbus Blue Jackets got Jonathan Quick and a first round pick. Uh, sorry, a first round and a third round pick. Uh, from the Kings in exchange for—I mean, he is a really good defenseman, uh, Vladislav Gavrikov, um, super. Super young, talented, up and coming. Probably going to be like a mainstay name as far as defenseman goes for the next 10 plus years. And then goalie Jonas Corposalo. Um, I just, I don't know, man. It just really caught me off guard. I was not expecting them to, to trade Jonathan Quick like that. I guess you could say it happened a little quick. Like. Yeah. And like it doesn't even make sense to me because the Blue Jackets are one of the worst teams in the NHL this year. So Jonathan Quick, as good as he is, he's also 37 years old, right? So it's like, how much longer is he gonna play? And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's this is he's in the final year of his 10-year contract. So there's no guarantee he even stays with the Blue Jackets. So you just gave up one of the best young defensemen and a first-round pick for for what it feels like. Because it's not like they even they don't even have a shot to try and make the playoffs this year. Yeah, 
I don't know, man. It's crazy. I'm excited to see what happens. Head scratcher. Oh, and I lied. The Oilers won last night, so now they're back in, in front of us in the Pacific Division. They're in third. Barry McCrackener. Absolutely. That's all I got, though. Well, good deal. Good deal. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about uh, a little bit of the NFL news before we head out of here. Um, obviously, we got the draft co- combine coming up. Uh, should be exciting to see kind of the results that come out of that. Uh, all the, you know, all the potential draftees will still have their pro day. Um, so I, I think this is going to be very interesting. Um, looking at one of the top draft prospects, though, I don't know if you heard about this, but Jalen Carter out of Georgia uh, is charged with, with racing in a fatal crash. Um that just came across the wire not that long ago, actually, uh, yesterday morning. So um, definitely very interesting to see what's going to happen there. Uh, an extremely talented, you know, talented young man. Uh, again, these guys got to start Ubering, you know what I'm saying? I mean, with him and uh, – who was it? Was it Henry Ruggs? Yep. Yeah. Guys, just take a fucking Uber. You know what I mean? Hire Stop a driver. Driving. Yeah. Um, Ravens GM, uh, you know, is pretty dead set on uh, – seems like that they're going to be pretty determined to try and keep Lamar Jackson around um, on a franchise tag. We'll see kind of how that continues to shake out. Uh, <clears throat> it appears that – Aaron Rodgers will be making a decision soon on his football future. Uh, at this point, what you know, what do you expect from him? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of talk around uh, Keenan Allen leaving the uh, Chargers, but the GM says that he's basically going to be a Chargers lifer. So, uh, very interesting on that. Um, I know a lot of people don't hold a lot of stock into what this guy says. But uh, let's take a look at uh, Mel Kuyper's draft board. Um, so he's recently just released his new big board, and obviously Jalen Carter is still sitting atop of that, uh, as he was the last time Mel had set this out. Um, very interesting here, though, that Will Levis – the quarterback out of Kentucky um, is sitting over both Young and Stroud. So not really sure how I feel about that. Um, again, just moving down the list, uh, kind of glossed over the fact that Will Anderson, uh, the linebacker outside of out of Alabama, uh, sitting at Mel Kuyper's number two. Um, he also released his mock draft. Uh, which, again, Bryce Young seems to be the uh, consensus number one. And, uh, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I did see here, I don't know if you, you've taken a look, but uh, Trevor, he, he has uh, the Seahawks taking uh, Anthony Richardson, quarterback uh-huh. out of Florida. Sorry, I don't know who that is. To be honest. Um, I don't really. I mean, I know I've talked told, talked to you about this. I don't really follow college football unless it's the Huskies. Yeah, I. What's you say you don't know either? Well, I mean, the, there's not a whole lot to say because he hasn't really been a guy that like has been highly touted in this class because of obviously like. It, it is a pretty stacked class with talent. This is a very good draft class. Um, you know, I he I think he is, uh, I believe he's only a sophomore coming out. Um, Young. But how, however, he is, he's 6'4", and he does, I do know that 
there I have watched highlights of him just fucking with a cannon. So um, okay. I, mean, I have I have been here talk of the Seahawks uh, keeping Geno Smith um, and drafting a QB to sit behind him and learn for a couple of years. So potentially sounds like it could be a good fit. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of looking at like some of like his uh, stats here. Um, he had 17 touchdown passes, uh, added nine more on the ground. So he is a, a, a very mobile guy. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, <laughs> from everything I've seen, I think, and I think you would agree with this. Uh, I think the Seahawks should stick with Geno. Um, he played well this year. Obviously, he's not going to be your long-term guy. Never, never was going to be. But uh, to have somebody behind him develop, I think, could be very good. Um, you know, it's even more exciting news than that for the Seahawks fans. What? Bobby Wagner possibly looking at a return. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that, heard about it or not, but. The Rams and him have parted ways. Yes. Yes, they uh, have. And I know personally, I would fucking love to have Bobby Wagner back on the team. I know Bobby Wagner never wanted to play for anybody else. Uh, he wanted to play his entire career um, for the Seahawks. He said that multiple times. He's also said multiple times that he will not retire until Seattle gets a throwback jersey, which we're getting this year. So I'm fucking hoping that maybe they didn't, you know, that they didn't piss him off to the point where he doesn't want to come back. Yeah, no, cool. I think, I think that, I think, first off, I think a reunion, a guy like Wagner never should have left anyway. Uh, He never should have. They never should have cut him in the first place. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I get it, business decisions. You know, again, you got to think about. I mean, it wasn't a bad. I don't think Seattle was expecting to have the season they had, basically. Um, anyway, uh, you know. I'm kind of interested. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this quarterback carousel that is, is happening right now, because we got a lot of, of what appears to be guys that could be getting drafted. Um, and we also have some veterans that could be looking for new homes. True. This is true. I don't, uh, don't know how much of that will We'll see necessarily. Like I don't know if I don't know if I'm expecting to see like a whole lot of really big names like change teams again like like last off season. Well, so here's the thing. So I mean, you know for sure Derek Carr, um, and we'll we'll go ahead and end with this being the final topic. Um, Derek Carr obviously is is going to be that guy that you know you could put on a team anywhere. Um, I, I like him. I like him in New York with the Jets. I think that makes them a very uh, competitive team. Um, I would also, you know, eh, wouldn't be opposed to him going to to Indy. Uh, it, you know, it, it definitely it seems like Atlanta is is either going to be Desmond Ritter or they're going to try and shoot the moon on. Lamar Jackson, so that'll be very interesting to see. Jimmy G, I think, is a decent enough quarterback that a, a team that is looking for, you know, maybe like, hey, we're a quarterback away, uh, will be very interesting. Um, you know, maybe Jimmy G goes to the fucking Raiders. I don't know. You know, that'd be some shit. I mean. Yeah. I feel like it's it's just so early to tell too, because like teams aren't, aren't even really like allowed to talk to to players yet. 
Well, yeah, and I think the other big thing is too is that like I think whatever Aaron Rodgers decides to do, like the the Packers are going to move forward with with Jordan Love. So like if Aaron Rodgers hat is out there, um, you know, like what do you do? What and especially like a team that drafts a quarterback, um, wh- what do you do? Right. You know, like it's just there's so much what ifs right now. Um, but again, I think the the two teams that could definitely just like give them a quarterback, they're gonna be it's gonna be okay. Give them a decent quarterback, they're gonna be okay. I think if you know, shit, I even forgot about the Commanders. You know, give Washington, you know, the Commanders, the Jets, and the Colts, and I think you're. Give them, you know, Rodgers, uh, Carr, and I think you're going to be sitting pretty. I think you're going to be sitting pretty with that. Uh, that's fair. Can't wait to can't wait to see what happens though. Yeah. So. Well, folks. With that being said, uh, I could tell he is because he said it, and he also just yawned. I did. Uh, it was a big one, too. I've been fighting them down, too. I don't blame you. So there's no, not, no Rocket League today. Oh, no. I would be so bad. I mean, I would be anyway. But I mean, I am anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I just want uh, a way to get better. Play while you're exhausted. Got to get on that grind. Um. Anyway, no, so... Uh, with that being said, yeah, I think we're, you know, we're going to call it a day. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, <clears throat> again, we keep, I know we brought it up a little bit last, last week, but uh, maybe a little vague conspiracy coming soon. Got to figure out which one we want to talk about. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see from there. I don't know. I guess we'll, uh, we'll figure it out, but uh Thank you for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your father, cousins, sisters, aunts, uncles, and tell everybody. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, thank you for tuning in. I'm Evan Money. I'm JT. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.